Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the '90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the '90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90 scruisecom slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. It's 902-1ONG. With Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Hello, everybody. We are back with a new episode. I'm here with my bestie, Tori Spelling. Hi. Hi. And there's Sissini looking beautiful as usual. Your honorary bestie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know. We have to come up with like a threesome word. We're like a thruple now. <laughs> a thruple. Sure. We're a thruple. <laughs> this is the new Hollywood thruple. <laughs> we we had um, New Year's and that went well. And now we're all settled into January. Did you guys right. get your vaccines yet? <laughs> That's a no. <laughs> no. Did you? No. I don't think I'm considered essential anything. You're so. essential to me, so that's all that matters. <laughs> and did know. you know if you have shrimp allergies, you can't get it? I've heard so many things. Like you could have an allergic reaction if you have lip fillers. Filler. And like, you got to watch uh, out for the filler. Oh, well, then I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you're going to have to wait a little bit. Well, it's just crazy out there. So I hope everybody's staying safe because whew, it's a lot right now, but it's going to get better. It's going to get better. It's on its way to getting better for sure. So let us entertain you for the Let next us do that. Right. Let's, t- Let's take our mind bit. off of it. <laughs> yeah. 
This episode was called 17 Year Itch, and it originally aired on November 29th, 1990. So typically, they say, like in a marriage relationship, you have the seven year itch. Yeah, I thought (gasps) it was seven. Right? It's seven, but because Jim and Cindy, they're married 17 years, and she's having a little itch with another man. 17 year itch. Clever, clever. It was more than an itch. It was more than an itch. That was like a big (laughs) old scratch. (laughs) This episode starts out so dramatic. Did anybody else? I felt like, whoo, Jim's coming in hot with his hairy chest out and already seen one. I know. It was just lie. Didn't even give us a chance. <laughs> and 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 it made his the, his chest made an appearance a few times during the episode. I noticed. So that was He's my weird. question for you guys. Like, were the producers obsessed with his hairiness? Like, was this <laughs> a must thing? Have been. Oh my god, poor James Eckhouse. Like, he's never gonna <laughs> come to our podcast. We've talked about his hairy back. Oh now yes, about his hairy will. chest. He loves it. But he, he, he did you guys it. notice he he does. He, uh, he wears his pajamas to bed unbuttoned. Has anybody yes. ever done that? wear your pajamas unbuttoned? Usually a button them up, keep the hairs in. <laughs> I didn't notice that. I, I don't think I was looking there. Yeah, he you unbuttoned it too. I was so distracted by all of his movements because it was just there. And so, yeah, I didn't notice that he was taking off. I thought he was going to take off his shirt, but he didn't. He just unbuttoned it and got into bed. <laughs> yeah, and he, he was just not having it. He wanted to get freaky. Uh, <laughs> he didn't want to have any uh, meaningful discussion. Sounds like a man. <laughs> he he yeah, he just she was like, I, I wanna have intimacy. He's like, listen. And then later he was like, listen, it's hard to bring home the bacon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. The the whole thing made me just a little uncomfortable. I mean I thought his name was Hank, first of all, but his name was Glenn. Glenn the guy. Glenn. The mm-hmm. Glenn. Yeah. Why Glenn Hank? Come- Where'd you get Hank? I don't know. From? I wrote down Hank, but he first time we see him, he's um, hiding in the bushes in the, at the nursery, uh, taking photographs of what I wonder. Before did he follow Cindy there to take pictures of her? No, he said there? like his friend owns the nursery or something, and so, his friend lets him come and take pictures. Oh, if it so was a Lifetime there. movie, he would have turned out to be the killer. The killer, definitely. Oh, oh yeah, killer oh. vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a little creepy right there. He's a little it's sexy, so though. Creepy. Am I the only I one that thought he was kind of sexy? Yeah, I thought he was okay. like another HFD right there. Being celebrities that you are, does it creep you out when paparazzi takes your pictures? Creep oh us God. out? I don't know if creep's the right word. It's just like, it's like you deal with it. It's annoying. You love it. You hate it. I feel like there's a time for it where it's fine and then there's times when Mm. it's really invasive and there's times when it's just really pisses you off do you remember like was it a year or two ago that we both had an epiphany that we were going through the same thing but we had never spoken to anyone about it that (laughs) we have like ptsd from it and people think we're crazy though but it's actually true like we'll be out at lunch not during covid before things were closed down and we could go out and be social you'd be at lunch or dinner and you hear like and you'd be like, you hear that? What? And whoever you're with, mm-hmm. it's like, what are you? There's nothing. Yeah, you're crazy. What do you think? You're, yeah. Oh, you Oh, you think they're just following you? Yeah, or or oh, oh, you're geez. hearing things. It's leaves or something. But we discuss because we've had the same experience that nine out of 10 times, it's real. It's a and shooter in the, the bushes. Pic- yeah. Yeah. I well, call I don't say shooter. Don't say shooter. <laughs> <laughs> we have a shooter in the bushes, but yeah, it's that sound of the of the clicking of it. the. It goes so really for thirty fast like years. That. We've heard it. Mm-hmm. It's it just so fascinating to me that somebody can take a picture of you and it's their property. I just don't understand that. Wait, Jen, c- can we tell the story? I just I love this story of when you were working out that paparazzi because you were so you were vindicated in the end. Oh, can my we tell that story? Lord. What is I it? love that story. It's Me, a great story. I'm just, yeah, okay, sure. I was um, working out at my, at the gym where I work out and I was outside and um, see, the Paps usually drive Priuses. I don't know what it is, but all the ones that follow me seem to drive Priuses with their windows blacked out. Fact. Yeah. Okay, wow. good. 
not alone. No. No. Um, so every time I see a, P- uh, a Prius, I kind of get that feeling, like uneasy feeling, like I'm being watched. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this day, he was parked outside of the gym, and I had a feeling, and I his his, his windows were blacked out, and I walked up to the car, and I literally put my hands up to the glass to like see in there and I couldn't see anything but I could see a shadow move like I knew something was in there and uh he was in there he was in there hiding in the back seat like a coward and um I I opened the door and we had some we we talked we talked it out <laughs> what but you're I just holding back the door. what was discussed oh my gosh <laughs> We'd say how you were like, delete those photos. Like, it, cause it's not fair. There's a time and a place, but she was working out. Like, yeah. She didn't have makeup on. She was doing her thing. And they do. The fact is, they want to get the worst photo mm-hmm. of you because that's what sells. That's you what looking makes great. The money. You know, on the red carpet, you, those are like different types of photos. Mm-hmm. They're there. You know where to look. Everyone looks posed and pretty. But when they're kind of, lack of a better word, stalking you, like mm-hmm. in real life, they want to get that photo where you're like moving the wrong way and your mouth's open. You just look <laughs> terrible. And so yep. that's, I'm sure what he wanted to do, but she stopped him. Yeah. I just said, I'm going to need that card. I'm going I'm to need that card right there out of your camera. And he's like, oh no, I, I can't. I can't give you that. I said, yeah, you can. And you're going to. And then my trainer, who's a big muscly man, was standing behind me and he kind of like, decided maybe he should give me the card and he and he tried to take it out and I was like just show me how to delete it so I took his camera and I actually deleted all the pictures didn't he like question why like why do you care and oh, oh remember right. he was like you you guys want this or you ask for this yes he, he said he said something like this is what you want isn't it I was what this is what I want this is not what I want or you chose to do this. Yeah. They he say that a lot. You chose to be an actor. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I chose to be an actor, not to have you take horrific photos of me and sell them. And didn't you say about your livelihood? Yeah. He, I'm like prodding. <laughs> I don't nope. know what he said to get me to, to say something, but he was like. Uh, oh, that's know, when he wouldn't delete the pictures at first. Yeah. I, and. I said, this is, he goes, it's just some pictures, no big deal. And I was like, no, it is a big deal. This is my livelihood. This is how I feed my kids. Like, don't take pictures of me and sell them that you know are unflattering. Like, that's what you want. That's what you want right now is for me to look bad. And that's not good for me. And so I think he got it. (laughs) I was so proud of her because I've wanted to do that a gazillion times and was too scared to do it. So... She kind of stepped up for all of us to feel that way and did that in that moment. But yeah, it's we we have that feeling. And people, if you're not in the situation, you don't understand it. And you're like, gosh, what's the problem? Like, have you ever been in a restaurant and been like talking about something? And then all of a sudden you're like, and you just like look behind you. And you know the people are like, hmm? or they have like their camera up. And you're like, oh, man, what did I just say? Like, <laughs> I will just like I'll be going about my business of life and like whatever I'm doing going to the grocery store whatever it is and halfway into it I'll be like oh shoot I I forgot to worry about how I look right now or like what I'm doing does is what I'm doing going to photograph well because I don't think about it like I live my life like a normal person I go about my business just like all y'all do and then there comes that moment where you think uh wait what oh they got some bad pictures because I wasn't I wasn't thinking about it right there <laughs> so and like hard. she caught she caught him that time but there's been a gazillion other instances that we both have talked about and been through where you're like I think I think and then you don't trust your instinct and then mm. the next week you see the you photos see and you're like I knew someone was there Ugh. you know what the weird part is whenever they get those photos out there there's there's one of the photos that always looks like you're looking right at Straight them. at Have it. Have you noticed that, Jen? Yeah. Always right, right <laughs> but down the barrel. But we don't see them. But we didn't see. That's the one where, where didn't, I always see these guys. But those ones where you don't know that they're there, it looks like you're looking you, into the camera. Because instinctively, you're like, something wrong. And you're looking in that direction. Then you're like, <laughs> nah, someone else is telling me I'm crazy. It's not happening. But it's like, yeah, 
Sorry. We get we fired up about yeah. it, sis, because it's like a thing. No. And we didn't realize it had been happening for 30 years and we hadn't discussed that. And when we discussed it, we were both like, oh, thank God. Yeah, no, that, that sound, that's, that sound of the shutter <laughs> gives me like hypertension <laughs> immediately. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm feeling it right now. It's fascinating. <laughs> I'm so anxious. I'm going to have to take a sip of wine. Yeah, drink your wine. Let's get back to the episode. Um, we got a little side. I didn't know that was going to. Oh, that's quite the core. Triggered us. You triggered us. <laughs> so Glenn is not a paparazzo. He's just, He's a, just a weird guy in the bushes. Yeah. <laughs> but sexy. But sexy. Yeah. He was no, tall no. and handsome. I can see why why Cindy would have the hops Especially for him. just being alone all day and her husband's working all the time. That's right. He's working hard, bringing him the bacon. I was confused because um, her, what's the woman who's who's with her in that scene? Um, what's her character? Maria name? or her? Um, yeah, she, she called her, her assistant. Assistant, which I was like, oh, okay, but she in the episode, like two episodes before that, she didn't know how to speak English, and now all of a sudden she was like fluent in English. <laughs> so maybe maybe Cindy's a really good teacher. Yeah, maybe. So the whole Cindy at the at the nursery running into the photographer guy was the big setup for what becomes her seventeen year itch apparently. So then she brings him back to the house. For and Jim's there, so mm-hmm. it seems legit, right? But yeah, her body yeah. language on the couch, okay, isn't sane otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. They are just a little too close on the couch, right? And staying up late, three a.m. Hello. Mm-hmm. Who stays up till 3 a.m.? No one, unless you want to have an affair. But seriously, <laughs> her body language, like, and her voice, like, the way she talks to him the whole time is just different. Mm-hmm. And and Jim sees it, and then he leaves them down there to have their whatever, and then he, he wakes up, and she's gone, and he goes downstairs, and he looks so cute with his little hair all ruffled up. Um, but he goes, and he just, like, watches them from the stairs, and I, oh, I just wanted him to man up go down there and punch that guy or something like dude go do something <laughs> you just explained the difference between you and me like you described that and if we were both in that situation like i would have been like oh oh well poor me and gone back upstairs like jim did and you would have been like what right <laughs> like bitch what are you doing yeah, yeah get off yeah, my yeah, man yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah i'm a little feisty sometimes no she's not she, no you're confrontational like in a good way like you speak your mind i don't like I to be to taken advantage she, of no, you know like you need to be taken advantage much of. much stronger than you used to be i would definitely know that like thank god for you <laughs> it's not me, you have you. you have helped but you've helped the process a little bit yes Aww. well yeah. maybe just examples <laughs> <laughs> so the kids start noticing it Yes. Brandon and Brenda start, especially Brenda. Brenda's very feisty about it. Brandon, is, I felt like, didn't care. He was right, just he didn't like, care. and Brenda was like, <gasps> on high alert. Mm-hmm. You guys, do you, f- okay, here are my feelings. I feel like Brenda, once again, was like, I I wish he was flirting with me instead of my mom. Because <laughs> he's an older man. She's obsessed with older men, like seriously obsessed. I'm convinced that Brenda Walsh today would be married to someone who's like in their 70s. (laughs) Hopefully rich. God bless. But um, I felt like Glenn was a little bit Brandon-esque. He had like the tousled, wavy, long hair, the tie, like when Brandon was putting on his tie to go to the art gallery or the showing. Like I was like, oh, and then Glenn has that look. Am I wrong? Okay, sorry. Uh, creepy I'm, territory. You're not wrong, but I yeah, didn't see that. I, I didn't get that vibe, but okay. I love that you always throw us off the freaking rail, Tori. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys think of the male twins? I want to know what. Yeah. I want to know where they are now. <laughs> Let's talk about the twin study and all of that. We have to take a break and we'll be okay. right back. Hey everyone, so as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin. 
and their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important. Don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars. Nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. <clears throat> Okay, we're back. We're back, and we want to talk about twins. Sissini, mm. 
You have yeah. twins. I <laughs> defer to you. Well, I'm only a two-year expert. Um, three, if you count them being in my womb. Um, we but count. it's it's so crazy because uh, I have the same. I have fraternal twins, a boy and a girl, just like oh Brenda and Brandon. Do you guys think that like I manifested this from like my childhood from watching so much Beverly Hills 90210? Imagine. <laughs> Did you think for one second that maybe you should name them Brenda and Brandon? Uh, for one second, it did cross my mind. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> for one second. Amazing. Um, but yeah, the whole college study on fraternal twins and identical twins that they were doing in this episode was just really funny to me. I, I was just like, does this yeah. stuff happen? I guess it does in real life. Uh, the opening it with the close up of the two um, grown man twins. Which freaked me out. Well, they were lots. Yeah, it made me grateful me to have fraternal twins. I was like, I don't need two of the same. That's like it's crazy. What was the moment like when you were told there were two babies in in your belly? Um, it was. We can't imagine that. It was crazy. I mean, not to get too into it, but I I got pregnant the first time and I miscarried. Um, and so that was my first experience with pregnancy, anything. And so we were trying for almost a year to conceive mm-hmm. again naturally like no fertility drugs no IVF nothing and so when I found that I was pregnant with them or after I found I was pregnant I just thought one baby obviously but I'm just on edge I'm so scared that I'm going to miscarry again so for them to tell me that it was twins it just blew my mind and I just couldn't believe it and it made me that much more scared because I was like wow you hear all these stories like sometimes one doesn't make it this and that and so you're like excited but you're like automatically a high-risk pregnancy like instantly Mm -hmm. and so that's just it's just a scarier I don't know way I, I, I couldn't be like super like glowy until the second trimester like I was just like so scared the entire time get like emotional talking about it but um you did it sis you you i did it i popped them out and they're healthy (laughs) yeah good job you went through all of that and then they handed you two babies a little brenda and a little brandon little brenda and brandon right there but yeah i i really resonate with these the storyline of them being twins because one of our producers uh, amy was just saying i forget that they're twins and like for me as a twin mom i was like i don't i literally like watch them like hawks like see their mannerisms in the show and wonder if like what their what my kids relationship will be like when they're in high school like will they be best friends will they have each other's back all that stuff I feel like when you meet twins as adults like you always I always ask at least I'm like wait do you finish each other's sentences do you know what the other one's thinking and sometimes it's yes sometimes it's no I feel like Brenda and Brandon not like that at all no they just they they they're opposite Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. but they still care like I feel like he cares more about her than she cares about him Really? I kind of get that vibe sometimes. Because she's a teenage girl and she's like all about herself, I feel like. Yeah. Like girls are into drama. Like boys are just like, yeah, no. So the professor at the college, Mm -hmm. when they go to the college to do this study, she ends up being your guys' principal, right? Or am I crazy? uh, Mrs. T. That's Mrs. T. Uh, But it was a different name. She had a different name. She was a different character. Harriet. Harry, she wa- when she walked in, I was like, oh, Mrs. T. Yeah, is being introduced. <laughs> By the way, so happy. we never called her Mrs. T. Like Mr. <laughs> T, like the A team. Like, is that something you called her? Yeah. Because in the show, really? I like that. I love that. Like, I, but so I was like, oh, Mrs. Teasley's being, intro- our principal is being introduced so early on. Yeah. They, and then she's like, my her. name is Harriet something. <laughs> her what? real name is Denise. Denise Douse, mm-hmm. and she was that. That was her first role on the show. But apparently, she was on the show another time as another different character, three and times. Th- yes, and then she became the principal. They, they really liked her. They thought her very talented. They were like, "She's great." Let's we loved her. working with her. I always, oh. she's great. So she's the principal during the whole Donna Martin graduate. That that's a whole area. That whole area. Well, I right? had my first stuff, which will come up later. Like when I had a learning disability, and I had to talk to her. Like that was my one of my first big scenes. So I always felt super connected to her. And then of course Donna Martin graduates, but she was great. We loved working with her. Oh, we should have her on the show someday. I love her. Yeah, we should. Denise Douse. I would like her to tell us what Luke whispered in her ears. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure something. Never know. Never know. I was just really um, wrapped up in the in the Cindy storyline. I couldn't because because the 
the the Cindy the affair storyline was kind of like the A storyline, and then the the twins uh, mm-hmm. thing was more of a B storyline. And then there was the DJ auditions. Then there was that, mm-hmm. <laughs> which. <laughs> Which is shocking, you guys, because the parents never got the ace storyline. Isn't it interesting? Like this episode, watching it now as an adult, same. I was fascinated with the Cindy storyline, but it's because that's our age now. Like, mm-hmm. so it was a whole different. I'm sure when we were young, like our friends watched that episode and they were like, eh, get to the kids. Yeah. Probably. Seeing Donna audition as the DJ for the high school was the highlight of this episode for me. <laughs> do you remember that little rap? Can you do it for us now? Hell no, but it was so bad. Like <laughs> so cute. Uh, so many- really? Honestly? But it was supposed to be bad, wasn't it? Yeah, I guess so. But it's just like, I-, I thought it would be cute. Like when we first decided to do a podcast, I remember Darren Martin, our biggest fan, sent it to me and he was like, it was a premonition. It was always meant to be like you and Jenny are hosting a podcast. Remember when you tried out to be the DJ and he sent it. I was super excited and I re-listened to it and I was like, oh, (laughs) it's Donna, not Madonna. Like, oh my God. (laughs) So good. It's like the the laugh that we all needed in the episode because everything was so serious with Cindy and Glenn and all of a sudden it cut to that. I was like, oh, yikes. Yeah. Yeah, and I, say, I didn't it. get I didn't get the job. You didn't, and neither did Steve, which I enjoyed watching him <laughs> freeze and not be able to deliver. That was good. He just but like you got the helping Cindy David Brady out. syndrome. Where you Down like, the road yeah. in in new episodes, you end up helping David out. I feel in the radio station. I do. Yeah, you? I come on and yeah, like kind of be his little partner in crime, sidekick, Brian's DJ. little high voice, like oh. So oh my cute. goodness, that voice, that prepubescent <laughs> voice is, was so cute. And I don't even, my name is Dave and I don't even shave. <laughs> like whatever he said. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, and like then from, like that, from that creeper crushing point on forward, that. he's the DJ at the school. He's the voice of the voiceover. That's awesome. Hmm. Who was the first guy? Like who was that? There was two. There, apparently there was a, there was the DJ in the pilot, and then when we came back for series, there was another guy who was the DJ guy, and then now it's David. And as a freshman, it's a big accomplishment. That's huge for a freshman. Right. Huge. Wait, wait. Okay, so remember um, when uh, he was doing that, and his friend, what's his friend, Doug? Mm-hmm. Is that, what was the, is that his name, the character's name? of No, uh, was David. Emerson, and- he played... Oh my God! Blanking Scott David and Scanlon. Scott. 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 I thought his name was Scott. Scott. <laughs> it was not Scott. Scott Scanlon. Scott. Oh, Scott Scanlon. Okay. You're thinking of toilet paper. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> I thought he was. He cracked me up though with his like. <laughs> don't. Reactions. Wait. What are you gonna I'm, do? Oh. I don't know. Oh God. It was funny to me. He he made me laugh. He is adorable. His little face. His little eyebrows. So cute <laughs> but anyway i was uh, back to the the affair let's talk about that because let's talk about the affair. i uh, well when they have like the what is it an exhibit or an op- opening night and then everybody goes oh. to support this guy kelly and, and that's donna, where the kiss happens yep kelly and donna go there we were i remember really- that i took do you remember that scene like as soon as i watched it again i was like oh <gasps> I was like right back into filming that day. I remember us filming that day and like walking through all that. It wasn't a real place. It was a setup like on a set. But we really brought the fashion though. I just want to say we really livened that joint up. We did. (laughs) I do want to discuss your guys' dresses. Let's start with Donna's dress. It was like a gold bra on top of a sheer black (laughs) long sleeve. Yeah, you had like studs on your boobies. It was very Madonna-esque, 1990s vibe for sure. I feel like it was pre-Madonna, so whatever. Yeah, (laughs) pre-Madonna. But yeah, it was very, it was very material girl, which was in the 80s. So I guess it was based on Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was with you, though. I thought it was the 90s. Um, And then Kelly's dress is like gold chains of some kind. (laughs) 
<laughs> but I was distracted by your hair. You <laughs> too. What, 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 was, that? what was the intention behind that do? I don't know. It was I don't like know. bird inspired. <laughs> it reminds me of my wedding hairdo for my second wedding. <laughs> Remember that tour? Yeah, the one I told you not to do. Mm-hmm. What, what? It was like that? Why did you do that? It just was like, whoo, like spiky up on top, a lot of but, things flying out of the top of my head. But by the way, again, you started a trend like that took off and everyone wore their hair like that for so long. They did. Maybe. I don't know. I was very in, including yourself. It was was mesmerizing, though. (laughs) It was. (laughs) But yeah, that guy was a slime bag. He was really trying to get with a married woman right in there. He like ate her face. Mm -hmm. That, That was a juicy kiss. It was like she couldn't breathe. I liked when they were walking over that bridge and he's like, do you ever play What If? Oh, Sorry, I'm going back, but I just really like that part. What if you hadn't met Jim? I like playing What If. Let's play What If. You kick it off. Okay. Jen, what if you never met me? What if I never met you? (laughs) Life would be incomplete. No. That would be so sad. Sorry. This podcast would not exist. Okay. Let's do a juicy what if. How do we do a juicy what if? Oh, God. I'm not good at this. I don't know how to play what if. That sounds dangerous. So his what if question, I know this is not Beverly Hills 90210, reminded me a bit of our season finale for BH 90210 where Brian and Tori have a moment and he's like, do you ever wonder what if? Oh, yeah. And she's like, yeah, every single day. Like, uh, sorry, that reminded me. Sorry, Brian and Tori again. Uh, sorry. <laughs> it reminded me of that like moment that was scripted that felt like a, the Glenn and Cindy thing. I love the montage of them in his little car all around town. <laughs> they look like they're they having some... such a good time. I know. She was, it so was wrong. She was so happy. And then she's though. like, you know, must be nice. No, what she? What do you say? Must be nice having people waiting for you. And she's like, yeah, that's nice. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> she was having a moment where she was like, yeah. what if? <laughs> I don't think I could ever try to get as involved as Brenda wanted to be in the whole affair situation, like following them around and all that. I don't know how I'd react if I knew that one of my parents felt, was having an affair. I felt like, yeah, I would be like that too. I mean, like I, I can remember a time when my mom and dad were separated and I was about that age, maybe 14, 15, 16. And I can remember, I don't know, it was never really like, solidified or talked about, but I think my mom like was kind of separated and sort of feeling out like what that would be like. And I remember, mm-hmm. I don't remember their faces or their names, but I remember her bringing a guy around, her friend, you know? Yeah. And I have never been meaner to a person in my life. So <laughs> I can totally relate to Brenda because it's like you're, you just get so like your hair stands up, but you know, in territorial. Yeah. Territorial because that's, Hmm. you want your mom and dad to be together no matter what. So I could totally relate to, to Brenda. Your spidey senses. Kids Mm -hmm. have spidey senses. I felt really bad though when they, um, when Brenda and Brandon made them a beautiful anniversary dinner. They still didn't have the spark. No. And they, and Jim just left. Just like Brandon. He, He, Gets all fired up and just walks away. Ugh. Coward. You know what? It was hard rewatching it. Like, like rewatching it, we know the characters. We know the actors. So we played more into it. But this was the first season. And the parents really hadn't played a pivotal role. Mm-hmm. So to me, it felt a little out of nowhere that suddenly, like, Jim's like, I'm not going to make it. Well, like, and he was kind of like, to her. And she's like, oh, let me guess. Like, before that, I didn't really see that. So it was like, gosh, yeah. this happened really quick, you know? So, yeah. And I In didn't, I wasn't like, I wasn't like a big Jim fan already. Like you, it took you time to really like loved that character, the dad and Jim, and and then but this happened, and you were like, wait, wait, I think he's a dick. <laughs> like I think this eighth dad episode, guy, yeah. What do you so think the it, thought process was to do that like so early on into quick? the season? I don't know. I think it was too soon because yeah. I feel like people weren't exactly rooting for Jim. They were like, oh, who's this cute, like, sexy <laughs> photographer? That's like, yeah. Hmm. Because he wasn't being very nice to his wife, in all honesty. So she wasn't fulfilled. 
Yeah, oh. I feel like there's so many other storylines between the kids that could have been ex- developed or mm-hmm. first seen. It was yeah, an odd choice. Doesn't one of them say, "I had a me- we had a mental affair, not a physical," mm-hmm. affair. which I think is worse sometimes, like an emotional affairs. Oh, that hurts so much worse. Yeah, that cuts. I mean, deep. I don't mean they both suck, but I mean they did have a physical affair, kind of. I mean, they made out because they kissed. Mm-hmm. Does she tell Jim? About the kiss? She was ready to, but he kind of was like, I don't care. I Do you love me? And she said, yes, I do. And then they just ran off on their reunion trip. So do you think he could have somewhere deep down been like, maybe she had sex with this guy? Like, he doesn't know. He doesn't want to know. Yeah, he doesn't want to know. As Cindy, I would want him to know that. Look, we did not have sex. Oh. Right, right. She was, yeah. I don't think he thought that of her. I think. How do you know? Can you ask Cindy Walsh, please? Jim and, and, Jim, and Jim's Jim Walsh. I just don't know. I'm not sure. I'm glad he finally came to his senses, though. And him coming in and saying, pack. Like, there's nothing hotter than your husband coming into the room and saying, pack your bags. We're going away. <laughs> I mean, I can think of a couple hotter things, but yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> I mean, so Jim Walsh originally was into poetry? Yeah, bizarre. Like the accountant was like, I gave him my basketball career when I was 12. Mm. And then Jim's like, what about you? And Jim's like, poetry. Poetry. <laughs> Leave it at that. <laughs> what? And then later in the episode, he's reading some prose that he's, you know, especially fond of, really getting deep. So it was just literally put in there for a callback. But like, oh, I, I just don't picture Jim Walsh like into poetry like a... I tried to when when I was watching it. I tried to see him as like kind of like a beatnik, like hippie kind of. And could you guy like one of those, you know, <laughs> yeah. poetry reading? And I could, I I could see it like if his hair was a little more bushier and maybe had like a hat. Oh on. my god! I don't know. <laughs> Let's pull up James Eckhouse at like eighteen years old and see if we can picture it. Maybe we maybe yeah. they wrote maybe. it because he was into poetry. Who knows? Yeah, they would do a lot of things based on what we would be into or we would say and no one ever knew. But I, I'm glad that I'm glad that uh, Jim decided to grow some balls and go talk to the guy. <laughs> he decided to go meet up with him. Some, you know what? I'm not going to say it. Say it. Grow some, say, grow some hairy some balls. Hairy balls. <laughs> I mean, he's had oh kids hair. Oh, my has hair everywhere else. I didn't think you were going to go there. I thought you were going to reference that she's talked about punching this, someone in the I, dick I, today. She's talking about is, gross and balls. Sis is, you, she looks oh. all innocent. <laughs> oh, okay. You anyway, know what? We now should take I'm, a break. Now I'm picturing a hairy butt and I can't go any further. Thanks, We sis. have some questions from listeners that we should get to. Hang on. We'll be right back. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90s com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What 
advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at the Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. So, okay, I, we're back, but I I forgot to t- say, like, how beautiful I thought Carol or Cindy I get confused. Uh, they looked in those photographs that the guy took. He, A, he was a pretty decent photographer. And B, she just looked beautiful. Mm-hmm. Did you guys notice that um, Dylan and – both Dylan and Andrea were not in this episode? Yeah. So I why mean, would I'm that sure happen? I'm sure people noticed that Dylan wasn't in it. <laughs> I want to say that even though – Luke was made a regular. He was only made seven out of no. That doesn't what it would be the equivalent of seven out of ten nowadays. But we did twenty two episodes, so he wasn't picked up first season for every episode, which is crazy. That's how Fox that wanted to do right. it. Is that seem right? Okay. Why wasn't Gabrielle in it though? I don't, I don't know. know. Did she have the same sort of odd deal that Andrea wasn't every episode? So that was a deal thing. Then it was like. You were yeah. had specific amount of episodes. Yeah, and Steve Steve only had like one line and then the one scene in the DJ booth, which wasn't even a scene, mm-hmm. it was just like a few words. So you you know he probably wasn't very happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting like diva vibes from Ian. <laughs> oh my god, no. Do no. I need to know something? Like <laughs> No. Well, the silent smiles t- say everything. Wait, what was his name? What was his name, Jen? <laughs> El Zino. El Zino. <laughs> what? 
He will tell you this when he comes on. It's Can you speak up a little bit? We didn't hear Not you. our story to share. El Zino. What? We had a nickname for him. He had a nickname for himself after a while. El Zino. Why was it that? Well, the, the boys nickname? nicknamed him that. Yeah. Well, the, well you know, the, um, the storms, the El Nino oh. winds. You know what? Brian telling this story, though, there's nothing like Brian telling the story. And then Jason jumps in, and then Ian turns bright red, and he's like, oh, it's so good. But was it like, um, was it endearing, his his personality? Oh, his personality? Yeah, we love him. Amazing personality. He's the best. Yeah. Makes us laugh constantly. Got it. But there's, I mean, we all, 10 years together, we all had our highs and our lows. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. He just had some very public highs in front of all of us. Nothing that's not endearing, though. Like, still, like, we should wait and let let the boys tell I, the story. Yeah, I'm fascinated by it. That sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's good. Questions from listeners. You guys ready? Yes, we okay. love those. This one is from Brad. Uh, Brad says the character of Donna was originally named Donna Morgan in the pilot episode, but changed soon after to Donna Martin. So I was wondering if you had any insight about the name change. Hmm. I had no idea. Is that (sighs) Jen? Uh, Your name was Morgan? I feel like, no, Donna Morgan. I feel like Donna had no last name. No. Yeah, right. Not right? like, like on fact, the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to you call her Donna. like Kelly's friend number one. Like that, <laughs> that like I didn't even remember she had like a name in the first episode. Like I'm not even convinced of that. It was Donna Morgan. Donna, that would have changed everything, huh? Donna Morgan graduates. I don't know. <laughs> what if? Maybe you just heard it wrong. Maybe it w- it was always Martin. Let's. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Oh, I saw this question. I saw this question and it re- I was actually curious too. So why does season one not have the standard opening credit sequence with the blue screen that we're all used to? Wait, you guys. I was shocked. I'm so sorry. I have to go back. I know why my name is Donna Martin. <sighs> Can I go? <laughs> tell, us, tell, tell us. Tell us. I'm raising my hand. I'm so sorry. It just hit me, you guys, why they did it. So I don't remember her having a last name. But my dad made it Donna Martin because my godfather is Dean Martin. So he was like, just make her last name Martin. Sorry, that's the story. I love that. Yeah. Back to Kellyanne's question. Why does season one not have the standard opening credit sequence with the blue screen that we're all used to? Mm. I was shocked not to see it when I started rewatching. I do not remember ever being a season without it. Um, that happened later on. I forgot we didn't have that either. Yeah, they didn't think that one up yet. I always looked forward to it every season because it would kind of be different. So did we. Yeah, we loved it. The but first, we had our standard. So, no? Sometimes the fir- the first season of a show, like their opening sequence, yeah. looks different. Yeah. I mean, sometimes seasons always look different. Our show kind of got that that look with the backdrop and the lighting, and where we all turn. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, when it was your turn. <laughs> well, I feel like first your- season they just like <laughs> use stock stuff from like us, like yeah, the hallway in class. And then second season they're like, oh, the show's starting to do well. Let's do a day where we have like a photo shoot. Yeah, we would do big cast photo shoots on those oh days, God. and then on and oh, another crew would have days. set up like a the the stool, the rotating stool. And I remember yeah. they had like. Um, it was a whole new crew, so they tried to really get artsy with it. And they had a fancy backdrop, and they had fancy lighting, and they had a. Do you remember them had like water in front of us, and they would jiggle the water so it reflected on the backdrop, like it made those. Is like, that what that was? Yeah, I just remember there I being did like not remember water. that. I didn't remember that until for BH nine hundred two and zero, we went back and looked at it so hardcore, and we tried to recreate that, and we're like. But you remembered. She always remembered. She was like, it was water. Because everyone's like, how did they, did they use, was it a certain um, paper in the background? And you were like, no, it's a, they literally jiggled water. Pan full yeah. of water. <laughs> those were iconic though. And gosh, I feel like those days were the hardest days in 10 years were those photo shoot days mm. and promo days. Ooh. Yeah. 
it was just hard because everybody was there all at the same time. And everybody had to be ready all at the same time. And the lot. boys were always like, the boys hate it waiting for us. Oh, but it's like, they were oh, so impatient. Who would take the longest? All, all of us. us. Yeah. Like yeah. the girls just took a long time. But the boys like would always make comments which didn't make it easier. Like as soon as we'd walk on set, they'd be very like loud making jokes to each other and high fiving and like, oh, they're here. Like, remember? And we'd be like, (laughs) (laughs) and then they're like, everyone get together and smile. You're best friends. And it's like we were best friends, but they would just get really impatient. (laughs) It's like all you had to do was put on like a T-shirt and or Steve's button up shirt and like just pop onto set, you know? Hey. It's a little more intensive for for us. Yeah, and the wardrobe. Well, so do we see that season two? I think mm-hmm. we see the the new promo. The new is what's it called? Like a Intro? opening sequence, mm-hmm. intros, whatever character. I don't know. Credits. That's the credits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Opening credits. Yes. When and when we get to season two, we should start to dissect the opening credits each season because they're stories. Interesting. We'll get to it. All right. Paul is asking, as you rewatch the show, which character is your overall favorite? Which character do you feel resonates with you the most? If if other than our own, probably. Like if you if you weren't Donna, mm-hmm. who would you be or want to be or like relate to the most? I'm gonna ch- I'm gonna change this question just a little. I uh... It's so hard to take yourself out of it. I guess if I had to watching now completely unrelated, I would probably relate to so far at episode eight, like Brenda. Mm-hmm. I'd be a Brenda. Who would you be? I've always said Andrea. I just love the character of Andrea. Mm-hmm. I love her look. I love her choices. I love just, I just loved her and watching it back. I mean, I, yeah, I told you guys, like, I have a bit more of an appreciation for the Brenda character, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I could have said Brenda, but Andrea is always the one that I'm like, I wish I was an Andrea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sis? Uh, I'd want to be like Dylan McKay. <laughs> <laughs> Mysterious, you unpredictable. Heartthrob. Heartthrob. <laughs> Everyone wants you, but they can't have you. Mm-hmm. Nice choice. It's so funny, like, watching it from, like, a young, like, teenage girl perspective now. Like, I definitely, and I never all these years, if we've been like, hey, which character on the show? Like, obviously not Donna with David. Like, anything. Like, who would you pick? I would have always said Luke. And now, or Dylan, I would have said Dylan. And now watching it back, I'm like, I'm a Brandon fan. Like, at 47 years old, I'm like a teenage girl crushing on Brandon. It would be Brandon. His eyes did look especially beautiful in, in this episode. And putting on that tie. Oh. He was just too goody-goody for me. I used to think that, but maybe now, like, I, I always wanted the bad boy. Mm-hmm. But now, like, maybe as an adult, you rethink things and you see it differently. And now I am seeing things through Brandon. And I'm like, oh, he's a great, like, he's a good guy. And he's yeah. gorgeous. Like, hmm, I would have, like, picked differently in theory. Are we going to do um, lines that we like? Because I have one this episode, actually. Oh, what was your fave? Lay it on us. What was your favorite line from? So it was a Donna line, and it was sticking out here. Wait, sticking out here is fitting in. Is it no again? clue? Sticking out here is fitting in. She oh, says it at the photography show. So there's like a meme of Donna doing that and people always send it to me and I'm always like oh, whatever and then I watched it back I was like oh there it is there it is still don't get what it means but it's there what do you mean you don't get what it means it means like she was saying you have to be rem- memorable you have to be mm-hmm. different than everybody else so that because that's so what that you're LA like everyone else Hills was yeah in reference to Beverly it. Hills yeah like just that okay. lifestyle okay it doesn't go I any like, deeper I like the line um well, there's a couple. I like the line about the nooner. Do you guys remember that one? Yeah, that one made like, me laugh. Mom no, and dad are it, having a nooner. No, he said mom's having a nooner. <laughs> Brenda's and like, what's goes, a nooner? Yeah, what's a nooner? And then he said, let's just move on or something. I don't know. But they didn't expand on what a nooner was. Maybe Does next that time. exist? Is that a thing? A nooner? Yeah. Yeah. Like an afternoon delight. 
Uh-huh. And then uh, my other one was, uh, come on, Brenda, they're married. They're supposed to be crabby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that oh, one. I did like Cindy saying, I'm not wearing perfume. I'm wearing toilet water. Toilet water? What is toilet water? Okay, I didn't water? get that. I was going to rewind it, like, and I was like, what? Like, de toilette. Uh, de toilette. <laughs> Whatever it is. Uh, like, you know how de... there's perfume, and then there's like, uh, de toilette. Uh, de... <laughs> oh, that's like a fancy <laughs> thing? toilet no it's like it's not as um not as strong yes it's like a it's like a not watered down like, like if you yeah. put it in the toilet and like swish it around as if but i didn't know <laughs> that's where it originated people used to actually refer to it as toilet water i'd never heard uh, anyone say i'm wearing toilet water Sounds okay awful. i've never heard it either and i was like oh i guess maybe in the 90s people said that like either you're wearing perfume or you're wearing like the watered down version it's toilet water but i was like she said it and like it threw me off. <laughs> me too. Okay. Did you have a favorite line, sis? Um, yeah, I put a few here. Uh, this one was like, I think he has the hots for mom, Brenda to Brandon about Glenn. And then Brandon goes, dream on, which kind of just puts him back into like this innocent 50s vibe. I don't know. Like who says dream on? <laughs> you know, who says that, that guy, the guy from Back to the Future. I don't know. It just reminds me of. Marty McFly? <laughs> Somebody from Back to the Future would say that. <laughs> dream on. Dream on. I feel like that was, people said dream on back then, right? I mean, there was a whole series called Dream On, but like there was, dream on. Oh, it makes it Brandon even dreamier. Let's bring it back. Dream on. And a really sweet one from Cindy was when she spoke down to Glenn and she was like, I really like you. But I really love my husband. And it was just like. That's romantic. Mm-hmm. It is. Her soulmate. There's no what if. It was always supposed to be Jim Walsh for her. I love that. Aw. <laughs> In his so pajamas. Cute. Sis, what's our, our homework, everybody? We got homework. Homework is episode nine, which is The Gentle Art of Listening. Brenda finds herself in a crisis when she gets to know an unseen student date rape victim from Andrea's volunteer helpline. I remember that the helpline. Remember helplines? Oh, right. So she yeah. volunteers. We should we yep. should wait and talk about it next week. I, I yes, don't yes. Ruin it for anybody. All right. Well, that's the homework assignment. Okay. Go get your Hulu on, or wherever you <laughs> watch it, or Amazon Prime. <laughs> Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- 
and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.